social hub of positivity. We're back in not just Croatia, we're in Starigrad, that wonderful town, with a wonderful person. Most people I interview, as you know, are wonderful. This is the head teacher of this fantastic school. Yes, Minka, could you introduce yourself? Sorry. Hi, I'm Yasminka Bakusic. Should I spell it? You, well, that's, you heard it, because my, it's funny enough. My and I live in this beautiful place, and I'm the headmaster of the elementary school in Starigrad. So when you say elementary, what age group? What ages are the youngest uh, and the oldest? From 6 to 14. 6, 7 to 14, 15. It depends on how early they start. They can start with 6 or 7. And then they finish the school at the age of 14 or 15. Just got a quick one here. Is the sound going to be okay on this? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Right, cool. So I have to speak up a bit, I think, because the cars keep going by. That's just a technical problem. Move it closer. Do you think? I think move it closer. Is it, it, Again, we're, again. We're, we're, no, no, we're going to do it. We're going to keep going. We're not even going to edit this. That's how it is. Just want to say a big shout out to Paddy Pimlet, man. Paddy the baddie. Paddy the, the baddie, hi. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's the man. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited because we've been working with your wonderful students, very bright students, on a lovely little film that they've come up with. They're really creative. It's a three-day project. Obviously, we came in June to talk about it. They hit the ground running. We've got one more day filming. It's amazing. And Ivan, your um, janitor. janitor. You we me? have a wonderful janitor. Yeah, we have a yeah. wonderful. This is interesting. It's not like Scooby Doo. You guys stay, stay with your heart, guys. Yeah. Are you in the right position? Yeah, I think so. Cool. So he's finished telling the story. You guys look at each other a bit scared and like weird, weirded out. And then he's like, and that's why they're. To protect that, you. Yeah. And then you guys are like, okay. Um, and then he can, should he be then like art class over there? What is it? <laughs> is he like. And then you can say, oh, where's the village? Uh, look on that little part Yeah. And then they're all like, okay. And then you're like, click on a little bit down. Yeah. Um, and then you guys walk off. Which one is called? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you walk out of the shop, you walk, up, walk past, because he points up class over there, you walk past, walk out of the shop. Then, after we get this one, I'll come around and shoot. And then you Perfecto. Robert De Niro. Right, you ready? Camera rolling. Action. <laughs> <laughs> 
told me he can sing. What sort of singing does he do? He's singing in clapper, which is the special sort of clapper singing, many voices and chords, and this is typical for the whole Dalmatian area. Right, so you know that song I was talking to you about, the Adriana song? Yeah. Do you think we could get him to do some singing? Yes. Wicked. Definitely. He never refuses anything that is going on at all. Yeah. So whenever we meet him, He's, he's fantastic. He's great fun with me. The Robert De Niro of janitors. Ivan, if you're watching this, it's going out Sunday. You're the man as well. So Paddy, <laughs> Paddy and Ivan, if you get together, we can have a great show. So, how long have you been head teacher of this school? Oh, I've been here for six years as a teacher. This is my second mandatory term. So, what were you doing before that then? I was just a teacher, German and English. German and English? That's fantastic. Whereabouts then, if you weren't here? I was uh, in Zagreb for 10 years. All right, Zagreb. Okay, my, my uh, biography is a kind of schizophrenic for the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah. No, I was really moving a lot and working. But then I came home. In the end, everybody comes home, I think. So this is where you were born? Unless you're American. Yes. Unless <laughs> you're American? No, they Unless... don't have this... Oh, sense of going home. Well, that's because most of them come from Europe, am I right? Unless they're Native American, which we know very well. I mean, there is no such thing as an American unless you're a Native American. So you were born in Starigrad. Yes. Then you... I did my elementary school here. Went to my secondary school to Belgrade. I had my aunt there. I studied in Zadar. And then I was working on the island for like 10, 12 years. Then I moved to Sicily for three years. And then I moved to Zagreb. Yeah. So, but wherever I ended up with the idea that I would try something else for a while, because if you get fed up with something after seven years, this is a Swedish statistics of seven your year work. Itch. Yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it critical seven. for many aspects of your life. So whenever it happened, I used to... Relationships, I, I, marriages... Everything. So whenever <laughs> I felt fed up, I just left for a while. Yeah. For a year, trying to do something else. But whatever happened, I always end up in school, in Sicily, in everywhere. So you're teaching in Sicily? Also, yes. Can you speak Italian? Certo. Yes, I can si. speak that. Bello. Bello. So what is this Bella? Bella. And I like speaking Italian. I really like it. I, I think when I speak Italian, I transform. Yeah. Visually. It's really. interesting because it's got different rhythm, isn't it? Different yeah. music. Because your students yesterday, they were asking us what we thought they sounded like. And we said, well, I said particularly, 
that sounds very Russian. And they were almost offended by that. But I don't know if you, I don't know if you, what you think about what I'm saying there, because the Slavic language, I can't believe Slav that you don't speak the same language, to be fair, because there's lots of, there's lots of same, the same words, isn't there? In it Russian. Is, yeah, it's a Slavic language, rough in certain parts. But we have also different alphabet. When I used to go to school, everybody used to know Cyrillic alphabet. And we, everybody used to know to read Cyrillic letters. Now, nobody even remembers these things. Uh, we are close to them, but still, if you, if you spoke Russian and migration, I, I couldn't understand you very well. I mean, most people... Using gesture and with certain yeah. other efforts, but yeah. directly through yeah. communication, spoken communication. Hello. Yeah, there's the different music, the different, so that, that alphabet, you learned that alphabet, you told me about that alphabet. I did that because my mom was a Russian teacher. Of course, she was a Russian teacher, that's why. And I think, I believe I was the first generation, it was 1971 here, when I started attending the fifth grade. In that school? We started studying English. Yeah. Before that, they were studying Russian. Before that, it was French and uh -huh. German. So I got in as the first English speaking studying generation. Right. Because you do, you, you teaching the English classes, because one of the girls was saying that their favorite subject was English. No, they have the other English teacher. I, used to, I took over German. Yeah. And I like teaching German. Mm. Really. So. German is very simple in basic things. Yeah. So once you learn present, for example, there is no simple and continuous of all sorts of things. You just yeah. learn the present. Right. You can communicate. Yes. And you yeah, need yeah, yeah. 70 words more and you're up. Just people don't like German because it's too hard to. Uh, they've got a bit of a German. bad rep. But once you discover you can communicate in this language, you start learning it. So, yes, right? yeah, 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 I think. You're learning Spanish, Connor, aren't you? What do you think about that? Uh, that, as you're saying, it's harder when you have to do the present tense, past tense, forward tense, plus... No, if, continuous and simple. Yeah, and if you're speaking about, like, we or they or me, it changes so many, it changes the word completely. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. In Spanish. Yeah, so like have oh, is, yeah, is, you know, like, tengo for you, tenemos from us, tene to one person, you know, for you. So I just wonder if I spoke Italian and you would speak Spanish, if we could... There's a lot of similar words for sure. Well, it's Latin, isn't it? Yeah, isn't they're based on Latin. But even even there's even some similarities with English. A lot of like usual, mente, unusual, and interesante, and interesting, and all the dates. Yeah, that's Latin, though. It's from Latin. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. English is similar in those terms. Yes. And even yeah, the dates, yeah, 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 all the dates yeah, yeah, yeah. are very similar. Yeah. October, September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. like September, yeah. December. Yeah. yeah. It is Latin. Latin. Mm. It's almost the same as Latin. 
Yeah, I mean, English is confusing because we have the same word or the same sounding word, even if it's not spelled. But when you're talking, there's a lot of words that are the same. So pear, pear, pale, pale. It's just ridiculous. Actually, ridiculous. I want to and we have lots of words for because we invaded so many different times. We've got like you know, if you're thinking about yeah. like beef and cow. Yeah. Cow is an Anglo-Saxon word because they were the peasants in the field, whereas yeah. beef is a. French words that are normally yeah. higher echelons yes, yeah. would use and not know, even yeah. know, they wouldn't even know the different, they wouldn't know cow and the peasants wouldn't know beef because yeah. they would never I eat I used it. to know all of this once upon a time. Mm. I exactly knew which words belong to the Yeah, it's the interesting. It, it is interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. So a student at your school can learn German. English. Which is not compulsory. English mm. is compulsory. Uh, and that's only because of America. That's not because of England, isn't it? That's because of the, of the economic language of the world. Do you not think? It didn't matter when it started. Then. It mm. is as it is. Yeah. It is like if you ask teacher, are you teaching and speaking American English or British English? Yeah. English. Yeah, no, no. I mean, what I mean is the reason why before people you, you uh, learned English is because the English had probably invaded your country. That's what in Ireland, that's why we speak English. They invaded our country, they made us speak English in, in lots of other parts of the world. India, they speak English in it for that reason. Now people learn it because Americans are probably in, <coughs> invaded. It could have been economical. Uh, yeah. We were not that good. I'm speaking about 71. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 71, we were not that good with Russians. We were not enemies, but we were not that good. Yeah. We still did not make peace in our minds and souls with yeah. Germans. Yeah. Maybe English was the best solution. But I'm just. Yeah, yeah, Bubbling, speculating. Yeah, no, no, it's interesting. It's, it's a universal language. Yeah. Everyone crosses over in English. And this is universal yeah. language. So yeah, French yeah. speak a little bit of English, and Spanish yeah, yeah, yeah. speak a little bit of English. And their schools teach it well. Yeah. We don't get to it. Well, bless our schools, but we, we yeah, our, yeah. our languages. What languages do you have? French? German and French. Yeah. That's what you've got to pick. You pick those two. You yeah. can later can do, Spanish. do Spanish later. Yeah. I, I, you couldn't do Spanish until sixth form, until yeah. much higher, college yeah. type. Yeah. I would I would have preferred to do Spanish. I was made to do German at the time. I was yeah. too ignorant to pay attention. Bless you if you admit ignorance. Um, I shall follow your lead at most times. <laughs> so tell me this. I'm all, I'm intrigued because I'm going to be speaking to Ratko about this. What were, were you here during the war? Actually, I left. I was teaching in Prague, uh, and then these things started happening and the politics started entering into school which it never did actually not yeah. so directly and not so aggressively and so i discovered i just cannot cope with that yeah and i just left this is my sicily period oh right that's where you went to sicily wow that's interesting that's interesting yeah it must have been crazy i was wondering if people lived on the islands, were the islands affected in the same way? I mean, obviously. I did not leave because I was scared that the bomb was on my head, or I won't be, I won't have anything to eat or whatever. It's just the the, I, tent, the, the, set, the feeling, yeah. yeah, the emotional sense of what it must have been like. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so you went to Sicily for two, three years, did you say? Three years. Yeah. Then I came back in '97. And then I, uh, I was owning the 
not owning. I was running the cocktail bar here in the street <laughs> with two German friends. Wow. East German friends. Yeah. And we were doing fine. It's just, you couldn't learn that much. There yeah. was no tourism. We gave up after four years. And I went back to school. Yeah. So you say about it, tourism is actually a big thing, isn't it? Do you think that's a good thing or... What, what, how do you see it as, a, as someone that's an educator? What, what opportunities are there for your young people to have careers outside of the tourist-related industries here? What sort of things, what, what do you think of tourism first and do you think there's enough opportunity for young people? Positive thing, you can really work and earn yeah. money. Negative, we started being greedy. So we really want in 50 or 60 days yeah. to make our lives Yes, in that secure. time. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same in Cornwall and, and whatever. It's uh, really interesting. You've been to Cornwall, haven't you, in England? Yeah. Same thing. Carry on, sorry. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, children are attending, this is very good, secondary schooling here. Yeah. Is also turning to tourism. So they can attend. Uh, schools which were which will qualify them for the jobs they will be needing in tourism so the cooks and the waiters are already groups which have been existing for 30 years but the new group is agritourism right agritourism is the school where you can learn everything if you want to do something else than renting your apartment and okay, you can found your open game you learn how to grow your vegetables yeah. how to communicate and coordinate your work with existing hotels and whatever yeah. how to do agriculture flowers everything it is yeah. it's really good good and they are very well connected with the Erasmus programs all over Europe. Yeah, that's how we met. They have been in good old Erasmus. They have been to Spain and with visiting similar schools. It's really good. So, if you want to do something else, you can do something else related to it to tourism. If you don't want it, you just go and do something on the coast, attend some other school on the coast. We are missing handicrafts, we are missing plumbers, masons, right. uh, there is nobody to set up your tiles at home. So the students are getting smarter lately for the last two years and they really started attending these schools, which are in split. Yeah. So that we cannot do this here. Right. So at least we will have somebody in a few years to do could, something. Yeah broken yeah. at your home. So, you don't do drama in your school, do you? Uh, drama... I have teachers who are in charge of this, but uh, just before some performances which appear before Christmas uh -huh. or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah. they start getting active. Yeah. There is... This is these are the school activities. Uh, extra school activities are our theatre group, Right, so that's and they after, do have yeah. they do yeah. have our children yeah. and they work with children. Right. But they're school. You not. see, I'm gonna say something to you now and I want you to see I think drama, not the drama when you do musicals and stuff, not that that's bad, but the drama of the emotional understanding so that 
So learning to improvise, learning to communicate through, in the way that children do. Children pretend, don't they? We create monsters and we do that so that when they're older they can, they can cope with all sorts of um, hardship and what have you. I think it should be the central, the central uh, subject in any school situation so that communication and emotional understanding, emotional well-being, be de developed from that should be the, should be the central pillar of every every school. What do you think? I, of that, I do agree. We are on well, a much, now. much No, we are on a much lower level. No, in England, same. That's it's a peripheral thing in England. What, it's not. What you are talking about can be applied to yeah. every subject. Yes, there you go. To learn there you them, go. to start yes, thinking, yes. communicating, improvising. Yes. Unfortunately, for the past five ten years. We have the teachers who behave as if they had never been to the classroom. They're completely confused yeah. between this technology, between the modules they should do for this year, yeah. and they just do. To me, it is minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather, this is the way I always used to work, and I would always be working if I would continue, but I would quit in three years. I would rather skip three modules yeah. and teach them with the, with the rest of these three and four yeah. how to think, how to improvise. Yeah, it's a critical thinking as well, yeah, yeah. But this is what I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the others are not. So. Right, that's really interesting. But it's not their fault. No, no, it's no, 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 and, it, and, and it's the same in England. Our, we've got great teachers, and they're under a lot of stress. The head teachers on a lot of stress. Got very big classes. Um, so they, which is lovely. I love. That's what I loved 14, about. Yeah, it's like a private school. Your your school very much in England. That's why the, I do not understand. Yeah. How come you cannot do that? Well, in England. Here. Well, oh, I see. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. We're I understand. With 13, 13, 14. Yeah, yeah. Right. So in England, unfortunately, the schools are overpopulated. Yeah, the, 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 all the classrooms are, generally speaking, and the teachers. There's not enough funding. Not enough teaching assistants. Got fantastic schools. They do what they can with what they've got, but actually, in reality, it's a really hard, hard job because there's so many different indivi individuals, and they have to try and get them through. There's all these league tables, so you, you can look at a school's uh, um, results and see where they stand against other schools to see if, on the course, they call the core subjects, which is why we have a, 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 ever, ever, ever more mental health issues arising in England. Um, all the priorities for me are wrong. As I said before, I, capitalism is uh, the key to this, that money money for money's sake. Well, the priorities are they don't hurt us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. In our country, it's usually the conservators. I want to just say a big shout out to all those um, wonderful people that we haven't got who don't care a, a jot for the, the common person but I don't know what the political situation is in Croatia <laughs> but let's just say in England we're in a really I think in a really dangerous situation where people are starting to realize that they're having they're being milked they're being they're like worker bees all the honey's going to these socio elites when in fact I believe what we need is equality not mon monopolies 
all sorts of cost of living stuff. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a sham. We have, you know, we deal at Can Do with lots of families and people have done for the last next year's 25 years we've been doing it so we've been established for 25 years so since you've been two we've been we, we've been doing this <laughs> thank you <laughs> stop it you people out there tell let me just say something what i love about and, and so do your students by the way because we spoke to them this idea you have of not using a bell i love it just so everyone out there can understand instead of a bell an alarming bell that that disturbs a the concentration no, and no doubt scares the living daylights out of everyone but you get used to that what the bell you get used to that well what, what's his what's what's that um thing his dog what's that dog schrodinger's dog no schrodinger's cat cat yeah, yeah, yeah. pavlov's dog yeah this is pavlov's dog pavlov's dog you respond to a bell you the first time we were in your school, I think Yellow Submarine was playing. It's beautiful. The students said they loved that. What What made you do that? What was the idea behind that? I, I think I know, but what can you say that, just in case there's any English teachers? It, it always got on my nerves. And then I was attending some seminar. It was in my first mandatory term. There was some headmaster from Rijeka. Uh, the examples of good running school and whatever and he mentioned that like okay to decrease the stress i have that uh-huh. and then i came approached him and i said come on give me the address who did it for you so he gave me the address of the guy who is who programmed that bell on the computer and we had it already next summer perfect what and it, it goes like that it starts very silently and yeah. then it reaches its yeah. peak and then it goes down yeah. who chooses the songs uh actually the kids were supposed to and they did it only a couple of times yeah so once i did it once my music teacher but the last compilation is really amazing because it has classic musical Beautiful. everything yeah so but also the negative thing was that we had corona period when our lectures were reduced to 40 minutes and it is programmed to do 45 minutes uh-huh. and it was off for almost two years we uh-huh. had two shifts yeah, yeah. reduced hours and now it is in the box you saw it yesterday yeah. ready to go to service that's lovely it needs a bit of cleaning yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a lovely thing something that we should introduce into England, I think. It's a, it's, it's a, um, but you wouldn't believe it. More than 50% of grown ups, I'm not talking about children because they're copying yeah. older people when expressing their opinion very often. They don't like the idea. They don't like the idea. Including my teachers, many of them. Yeah. Like, because it's something they're not used to. But they should have got used to that. Yeah, 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 but they don't, so they're programmed like the bells, aren't they? A lot of people, a lot of people, regardless of the country, in fact, I don't believe in countries. I think that people are essentially- I don't believe in nationalities. No, no. It's getting on my nerves. Yeah, yeah. This is the cause of all the evil in the world. Really? Yeah, I, it, and it's deliberate, isn't it? So there's essentially one percent of the population that earn what is it, ninety percent of the of the world's wealth? Something crazy it's like not that. Not one, a little bit. 
a little bit more, but but much more. So they have us stacked into these classes, being drilled, literally, to conform to their needs. For instance, in in England, the children uh, at secondary level, so when they're teenagers, when their body clocks change, just when their biology tells them they don't want to get up in the morning and they want to stay up all night, we make them get up and we force them to go to school, which we should generally not allowed to be that creative, and they have to conform to that. In, re- in essence, it's so that their parents can go and work and provide the 1% with their honey, as it were. So it's never child-centered, it's not about teenagers. We work with mainly teenagers. It's, it's an absolute disgrace, really. That's what's part of what's creating the mental health issues. Boris and his mates, if you're listening. It's a, it's a, right across the world, I guess it's the same, which is why we want to do these cultural exchanges so that young people can realize that economically countries might be different. There might be certain aspects, politically, religiously, which again is, is open to debate, um, not that much debate apparently, but that you have systems that control the masses so that they end up just being workers they look forward to their two weeks holiday brainwashed 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 so what would your in an ideal world how would you run your education what would your what would your system be uh they would oh my god you caught me now they would have to uh get the basic knowledges really but mostly how to think logically how to cope with situations how to be creative how to use their bodies. You won't believe it. The children do not know nowadays. It's not their fault. They they can't possibly because nobody makes them do it. They don't know how to hold the pen. They have the screen. Screen and whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking with a a swimming coach. They are training in the water during the summer and they are training dry during the winter. So one of the exercises is to throw the tennis ball from, I don't know, the level is from your belly button up to your nose and catch it with one hand. And he says, only 10 children out of 100, average, can do it at first. It is not the problem that the rest of 90 cannot do that. The problem is, after this ball falls down for the first time, they quit. Uh-huh. So they don't resilience. want to. This is the skill. Uh-huh. So to, to get this skill, skill you should practice yes so yeah. they give up yeah yeah i mean nobody is able to catch the ball from at first but just try five times yes yeah so that's the problem uh then you see for example children who are champions in swimming you put him on the running path you see that he does not know how to run yeah so Everything is bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Physically, yeah, yeah. So, so let's let let's decide because, because this technology is a great mess. Yeah. Okay. Shall we do the children of the future who really will be practical in this sense? Or shall we do the children and future persons who would be practical in practical sense? Yeah. We are in the no man's land, no Yes, either one or and the other. Everybody's confused. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion, the first version is better, but the new world is leading us, I'm afraid, towards yeah. the second version, which yeah. is, 
I told her the story, the, the teacher in the kindergarten, they have this fairy tale uh, telling story room. So the children sit, make themselves comfortable, cross their legs. She starts reading, and they do with their fingers this. They're listening in the room. Wow. So, I'm sorry, you have five, yeah. four, somebody should start dealing with children yeah. and you cannot tell me that the parents do not have time i mean but there is always yeah. time. yes of course but i think that isn't it that we are led hence why would anyone be religious unless they were indoctrinated they wouldn't be they wouldn't be religious if they were would they if you took a child and didn't didn't introduce it to a religion or racism, yeah. or all these other things, yeah, they wouldn't be it. Naturally, we are we, we are we are gregarious herd animals, aren't we? We're kind of we want we like to stick together. We understand the safety that there is in in in, in groups in a proactive way. I'm not talking about war now because that's obviously that benefits someone. In fact, there's always a financial benefit to someone to have a war. If you look at any war. Ukraine, doesn't matter, you talk about it. Any war that's been fought, someone, somewhere, Iraq, Iran, the English, uh, not the English people, the English elites, who make money out of making sure, and who, who fights the wars? The working class, the normal person, not the not the generals that, that um, in our case, in England, a lot of the officers were too dumb to go and work in the city to exploit people financially they ended up just being uh, you have to sort of lead these men invariably and women now into death and destruction but what they're using when they're doing the death and destruction someone's making money someone's making money so it's appalling I mean everybody knows that you think they nowadays know that? already yeah you, you think they know I don't think they, they know that. I mean what is the purpose of all the wars? money yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that. But I'll tell you what. I would, if I was, I've got friends selling guns, selling guns, armaments. Absolute disgrace. Anyone that's connected to that, I don't care what part of it. That's an absolute disgrace on humanity. But anyway, let's. Hello. Um, I'm going to leave it there because Connor's boy he hates my. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course. We're going to leave it there. I want to say uh, to Brian Reed's mother, get well soon. I want to say thank you to you and your wonderful school. And we're going to do, obviously, we'll show the film when we show the film soon. And see you soon. Thank, thank you. you. I hope we'll see you in Wiltshire. Yes, yes, yes. That's, the, that's the return part of this journey. So let's do this interview when you're in Wiltshire, just so we can connect these two interviews. That's over from us in Starry Grad and... Croatia. Love and peace, people. Bye. Take it easy. Bye-bye.